Hey, what's up world? It's Rise in Ottawa. And my next guest is Ashton Lights, AKA the dancer named Stax. Um, he's a crumper, popper, and he's also an amazing house dancer from Boston. Had a chance to sit down with him uh, at the end of the summer after he was a judge at a battle that we held here in Ottawa. As you can see, I'm walking through a snowstorm here. And uh, so he's a great dancer and just a really interesting dude. Um, we talked a lot about his journey into the dance and balancing dance with the rest of his, his passions and his life and uh, using dance as a tool for social change. So I hope you enjoy the show. Stacks. Stacks. Welcome to Gone Monk. Yo. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to your wonderful show and your beautiful home. Thank you, man. This feels like a fairy tale. It's dope. Uh, it's dope to have you. So we were yesterday. So Stax is from Boston. You came up uh, to do to judge this battle, and uh, I just heard you on the mic. You were, you know, you kind of <laughs> took over. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> you hijacked the mic and became the MC for a moment. And I was like, this guy, we need to talk. Yo, so, most definitely, man. For sure. I'm happy you're here. So. Tell me, I mean, I don't know much about you. You're an incredible dancer. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'd love to know uh, how you got started in dance. How I got started in dance. Mm -hmm. um, so dance, well, music in my house was all, like a, a lot of my family um, were really deep into music. There's a lot of musicians in my family. There's a lot of uh, artists in my family, songwriters, singers. Um, so music was like a big thing in the household. Uh, so I was like surrounded by all different flavors of music. Um, all family gatherings were focused on the music. Uh, just the neighborhood we lived in, everything was just about music. Um, and culturally, like you know, we lived on the street with a lot of parties, uh, a lot of bashment parties. You know, like and this is in Boston. This is in Boston. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so we just had a, a very because so naturally, like there was a lot of movement involved, but you know, very unorganized <laughs> movement, for me at least. Uh, in my family, uh, you know, there was people that were like really skilled at dancing. Like my brother, for instance, was like, was like ill. Like okay. he was like dope back then. And So he know. focused on it, he was like... Yeah, yeah, he was like, um, it wasn't like the, like the culture that I'm in now with dance, but like he just had moves, you know, and like we would do little battles and we would dance, you know, but of course he would be the star. Um, so that was just like the thing growing up like we had we had a little bit of dance uh, going around um, but it wasn't really serious for me and I was actually known as the one with the least amount of rhythm they used to make in front of me all the time that's funny a whole bunch of things yo, I, it's that's so funny. ironic yo, because <laughs> now I'm like yo my ear is so crazy for music that it's like yeah. like I, I like I feel like I am rhythm right now but like uh, back then it was like a thing like they were they were so when i got into dance they were like what the hell is what is going on like why is this guy really taking it serious um so there was always dance and then i seen the movie rise uh, which was a documentary about crump i love that movie obviously i went to see it the day it came out yeah <laughs> i actually saw that in france we, it, Yo, we were in france at the time dancing what's crazy like, right yeah, is it that beautiful. it came out on, i think it came out on the west coast before it came out anywhere else okay. i think it came out re like sectional like okay if i'm not mistaken so my aunt had a bootleg <laughs> well, <nice. laughs> 
<laughs> right? I remember that. That's really sad. Illegal okay, download. A little yeah. illegal. You know what I mean? But back then, she, you know, we used to have all of She had the connect, so we had everything. Um, so I got to watch it, like, a little bit before, like, it, it really hit big. And um, I seen it, and I was like, you know, at the time I was on AIM, and just, like, you know, talking to girls and stuff like that, and just doing my thing, but it was playing in the background. I kept turning around. And it just kept pulling me in for some reason. Like, I really wasn't interested in watching the movie at first. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it got to the crumb section, and, I, like, I was fully turned around. And I was, like, like, in. And they were, like, looking at me, like, oh, he's enjoying this right now. Like, I'm like, yo, this is crazy, yo. And then by the end of the movie, like, I was, like, so pulled in. I was probably crying, but I don't want to, you know, focus on that part. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I asked her to, to borrow the, the tape. And I played that shit like over and over and over, and I was just teaching myself, yo. Like, I it's was amazing like, how a piece of like entertainment or you know a movie can have such an impact. Like for me, it was Beat Street, you know, in yeah. the eighties, and literally like the year it came out, like that changed my life That's completely. That's crazy. And you know what? Mm -hmm. I saw that as a young kid. Like my mm. father showed that to me. Really? Yeah, but it, 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 it didn't, didn't grab like, you the same way. It didn't pull me. No, like I thought it was cool. Everything about mm. it, like like the moves, I was like, oh, this is dope. Oh, but listen, dance is getting cooler. There's no doubt in my mind. Like I've been watching it for you know thirty years now. Yeah. And every year it gets fresher and fresher and Yo, fresher. And I'm like, like thing. I felt. Like watching you guys yesterday, all of you actually, all of the dancers, I feel like we are in a different universe of dance. Like growing up, there was no dance around for us. Like, I mean, Beat Street was it. Beat Street Breaking, Wild Style, that was it, you know? And wow. like now, you just go on YouTube. I mean, it's insane. Like, it's completely insane, right? And there's so many different people pushing the envelope in different ways, bringing in different influences, each of the different cities, and it's all there for you to watch, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So like, how do you feel about that now? Like, what what are the things that you really like watching? Like watching now? Yeah. The styles that you're fascinated with, or oh. I I try to when I can when I can watch because now like I, I like I, I do a lot but like when I when I can watch, um, I find myself going back a lot. Interesting. Like, you know, like I I like watching like. Uh, like older stuff, like I'll pull up like a, a video of like Fred Astaire or like the Nicholas Brothers. Um, Brothers used to tell me Fred Astaire was like, you know, that's what he was wanted to be before hip hop. You know? Yo, like, he, yo, like I just watched like these gestures that they do and, and the, how the, this is a whole different feel. So like, um, if I like, when I have, when I'm consciously like, I want to see dance, it's usually, I usually start like from like, like a while ago That's and I'm like searching back so um but this the styles that pull me in now whew, like I don't find myself watching a lot of it but I, I I try to keep up with different cultures that are not in my from my region so like I'll watch like some Memphis Jookin um uh, I enjoy watching Light Feet dance, yo. Like, they have a crazy, crazy. culture. It's yeah. so crazy. Um, I like watching... Um, I like finding clips of dancers that are not, like, as popular that I've actually been have the, you know been able to see in, in person. And I like watching the... Because like, like, I'm, I'm into, like, animation, like, heavy, like... 
I noticed like, yesterday, yeah. Yeah, like people who create these characters, yo, and they move through it, yo. Like, I, I love that, yo. And, uh, you know, I, I still try to watch Crump as much as I can. But to be honest, I, I, don't, I don't watch a lot mm. these days. Like, You're I, busy. You're doing it a lot. Yeah, which is strange because, like, like, I used to watch a lot. Like, I used to spend a lot of time on YouTube or MySpace. But now, like I, like I, you know, I don't even get to watch dance as much unless it's just in person. You know? mm. So I make a lot of music with this guy in Montreal called Miguel Grasa. He's an old house DJ. He's one of the first house DJs in Montreal. And um, every time I would go over to his house, I would be so Jones into like make music, you know. So I would show up and be like, have all my instruments and <clears throat> want to plug in right away and play. And he would be like, yo, chill. You know, he would make me sit down on the couch. And I was like, come on, let's, let's record, let's do some shit, take yeah, a mic out, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? He'd be like, no, listen, <laughs> I'm going to play you some stuff. And we would just listen to stuff. And it, it felt like, and I was a lot younger at the time, too, so I was really, like, you know, I was really extra hyped to work. But he would be like, no, sit, let's watch, you know, or let's listen yeah, at the time, yeah, yeah. you know? It was like, let's listen. And he would play me, like, 100 songs. Wow. And then after the 100 songs, I would just be like, wow. And a lot of the ideas that I had before that I wanted to get down were like no longer relevant and the new stuff that was coming out was yeah. like extra fresh you know and he knew that and he always that's the that's his creative session. process you know yeah so i don't know if that crosses over into dance but can you imagine if before you dance every time you, you watch, watch like, like a thousand videos yeah. that would take time. it would take time <laughs> <laughs> if you had all day to dance yeah just, i do i do still get inspired by videos um like even when I watch videos that I've seen before, they like unlock a part of my mind that I, uh, they lock, they unlock an experience that I had like when I first watched it and how I was mm. first taking that information in. So like, you know, sometimes I can, but I, I found, I find a lot of my inspiration from music is like, I feel like music is like probably more dominant of a like thing for me. Mm. And you're like a musician watching. as well as, as a dancer. Uh, I can I can play music like I wouldn't really consider myself a musician because like I don't practice often. Okay. You know, uh, you I still have the same keyboard from that I carry around everywhere I move from That's when great. I was five years old. That's great, man. Yeah, so I still have that same keyboard, but I I don't get to play it a lot, um, and I don't get to make music um, as much anymore. But before dance, I was really big into music, so mm -hmm. I was making beats. I was playing the piano. Um, I actually had a band with my brother and my two cousins, and we were called Hope for the Future. I played mm. the piano. That's my a nice brother name. played the drums. Uh, my cousin uh, played the sax, and then my other cousin played the bass. Mm. So we had a little thing, and we all sing. We all sing. Um, that was like a little thing for a while, and then my my brother, um, he was like like super skilled at the drums. So he got hired at the church to play. And he just started playing all of the services, yo. And uh, <clears throat> like we kind of, as, as we got older, we just kind of fell off from it. But um, what, how do you see the similarities as an artist between being a musician and being a dancer? And how's it similar? How's it dissimilar? How's it not the same? Oh, the pain. <laughs> it's a different involvement, physical involvement. Right? <laughs> you know, if I play the piano for, for, 30 hours, yeah. I can wake up in the morning and, and still like, 
you know, move around. But if I dance for a couple hours, I'm like, oh, like it hits a little different. But um, similarly, like they, it's they, they both carry an internal rhythm uh, that I admire. Like it's like pulling from in and putting out, um, and then also pulling from out and pouring in. So like I, this, this balance with both arts or all arts I feel like of just like I get to like express my internal rhythm my internal thoughts my internal feelings and push it outwards and and show people and then you know whatever feedback I get you know or whatever I'm observing from the outside I get to pull in um and I felt like that was the same so when I was making beats like you know I would like go into a zone and like I felt myself like pulling out all these rhythms, yo. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And then like whenever I would get that perfect like match and I layer and I put it on, yo, like it felt like I was winning the lottery like every time. I was like, yo. So like I would throw down the drum, um, the whole drum kit. And then I would layer in like these different sounds, yo. And every time it fit perfectly for me. I was like, this is crazy, yo. Like, it feels like, and that's how I feel like when I, when I'm in the pocket with my dance and I start like hitting like, like uh, new, either new rhythms or, Mm. or, or new uh, combinations of movements or new isolations. Mm. Like when I get to a new level and I Mm. get to like start like really digging deep into my expression and I actually like get a chance to kind of like, um, get comfortable with the things that I'm practicing on. It feels like the lottery over and over again. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing, man. right? Yeah, it's, it's dope, a, yo. It's like, addictive too, it's right? A, it's a drug. <laughs> it's a good it's drug. drug. <laughs> it's a cheap drug. <laughs> it's, it's the better of the, the many. <laughs> so yo, when you're, you're talking about the creating that you're doing and you're, you're talking about the rhythmic aspect of it. So like one of my questions I always try to get into with dancers is how do you see the visual component of the dance versus the rhythmic component of the dance like um how like what's what's the most important to you uh and then there's, there's like a narrative component as well where you're kind of storytelling like i noticed the the tall guy from toronto yesterday he was a storyteller oh, in his I dance i connected with that so me much too. me too i was watching and i was like i mean i was yo. djing too so it was i i couldn't fully take it in but I was mesmerized by how good a storyteller he is, you know? I think he, who did he battle? Uh, Waldo, was he? Was yeah, he, battle yeah Waldo? he was battling Waldo. Waldo was just, he's just a crazy battler, yo. But I, was I by preference, I liked him better. Mm. But when I judge, I have to judge. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's criteria. what you're there for, yeah, is yeah, to yeah, make yeah, that yeah. decision. But, yeah. so yeah, so in terms of the, like, what are the different aspects of that? Like, to me, I see, you know, the rhythm component, the visual component, which is like, you're a visual artist as well as a musician, really, as a dancer. You're yeah. both. You're like a, a, you're a rhythmic creator, and then you're like a visual creator. You're creating these spaces. And then you can also tell a story, too. So it's like almost three different sides oh, of it, you know? Dance is very, like, multi-dimensional. It is, yeah. Like, and that's what makes it so special. I feel like it's like, like... Even though it's driven by the music, I feel like it's like the highest level of expression. That's just my bias. I opinion. feel like that as well. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 special. It's everything in one, yeah. but it's still behind the curtain in a way where like, you know, it's it's a little more information for the average person to, to take in 
at the amounts that they consume like music mm -hmm. or like any other type of visual art it's not easily turned into a commodity yeah you can't sell it you know very easily i mean there's shows like so you think you can dance and there's music videos but you know and then there's like official dance piece presentations or whatever but aside from yeah. that you know and then there's youtube but it's not like music where you can just have it and you keep it you know yeah it's ephemeral yeah. So how do you like how do you deal with that? Like what are your goals with the dance like in the in the next few years? My goals with the dance um you know, I still have the same goals in dance from when I started. Um you know, dance as much as it is like fun for me and um you know, great for the eye. Like it's it dance is a tool for me. Um, that I use um, spiritually, you know, to heal and, and connect. Uh, so a lot, my goal was to develop, you know, my sense of awareness to the things around me as much as I can and try to tap into to the world and to everything around it and beyond it uh, through, you know, these different movements, through moving my body around. Um, and, you know, I've been really, really blessed with dance to to be able to open up a lot of channels within myself to, to grow as a person. Um, and I feel like I just want to share that with people as much as I can. That's right. amazing, man. Yeah. You're right. on a spiritual journey in the dance. Oh, it's, it's, it's real, man. And that like, you know, it happened for me at such a, a like a young age, this like, like switch. And it was su such a big jump, like, from being just like a kid who, you know, uh, grew up in a, you know, like kind of like a rough household. Um, you know, there, there wasn't like a, uh, there wasn't many, like I had music, I had this keyboard, but it didn't feel like it was a big enough outlet for the type of stuff that I wanted to get out. And then to tap, to tap it into this whole culture of dance, that was like, Honestly, it felt like some like like I felt like I walked into a hidden temple in like Shaolin. Like I felt like <laughs> like really I met cool. these people and we were just like on some like next level. And then like in my mind, I'm like, yo, I think every child should have this. Like <laughs> every kid every should person. have this thing. Like every person yeah, man. should be able to walk into this special. And it doesn't even matter what it is. It doesn't even have to be dance, but yeah. they should be able to walk into that feeling of being like, oh, wow, this is it. Like this is what I was waiting for. This is what I was asking for, you know, and I and I got to have that moment early. Uh, so I started. How early? How, how young were you? I was a teenager, so I, I had to be about like 15, 16. Um, yeah, developing and uh, like I, you know, Crump community is, is very special pocket. Mm -hmm. And we had these, uh, these, these little cliques, but under one big organization. So like, you know, uh, we formed these little tribes, I would call it. So like, we have a little homie and big homie system in Crump. So like uh, the guy who I trained under, his dance name was Russell. His crump name was Russell. I mean Gutter. His dance real name was Russell. Crump name was Gutter. And when I got down with that crew, I became Kick Gutter. Mm. And then like there's a Junior Gutter, and you know I became Twin Gutter. And then there's like all these different 
they take on like a piece of the name of the person that is kind of so teaching dope. them. So that like that was already for me was like, yo, this is so crazy. So like it felt like so then I, I'm stacks. So I had a little stacks. Uh, I had all these different crazy little boy stacks. I had kid stacks, junior stacks, twin stacks, uh, boy stacks. Um, I even had a, uh, <laughs> I had a uh, infant stacks. <laughs> it was my my cousin's uh, son. He was real small. I was training him up. He was real buck. You know, I had a girl stacks. Um, so I had this tribe of people, and they were like and listening to me mm-hmm. as a kid. You know, yeah. and uh, so you're a role model too for them. Yeah, and we had this peer mentoring thing going on, like mm-hmm. where we were all exchanging information. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were all seeking information and it just like whatever these people were into it like me and my best friend um, we got into capoeira mm. you know our big homies were into like Chinese martial arts so mm. like or like Asian martial arts so like mixed style like kung fu tai chi mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we would bring these things back together mm-hmm. and be like yo this is what I'm learning like, this is what I'm learning and we were all training like we were all kind of like into like martial arts a lot um, and we just had this like brewing energy, like this kind of like we hit, like we kind of was like hailing each other. It was like we were just like doing like it's a beautiful way this, of looking like, at it, man. Motion, like, and it was hectic and chaotic, but beautiful at the same time. And I got to like pour my my growth into other people, yeah, and watch them create growth and pour into other people. Mm. And this was happening fast like it didn't take a generation it took like this was happening over the span of like months or years and these uh the capoeira community or the activist community in boston they got a hold of they've seen it happening uh and we grew to about like 30 maybe 40 people and they were like yo we they pulled me aside and they were like like we we want to channel the youth like through you so I got to sit in a room with like people from all over the world. Like they were like healers from Brazil and Africa. They were like uh, capoeira masters. They was like activists, like social activists. They were like trauma activists, and, and like they were like all these people, like forty people, and it was just me, this teenager, and they were like, we want to listen to you, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of did something to me. Like that turned me on, and like. Uh, like it, it activated something like uh, maybe the stuff that we're doing is, is really effective mm-hmm. um, so ever since then I wanted to build from that space you know, and put out art in relation to you know this journey that we're all going on trying to trying to be our best selves you know what I mean that's beautiful man thank you you're using dance as a tool for social change and to create you know opportunities for people around you it's beautiful man yeah I'm, I'm trying my trying my best <laughs> It's and do you, do you see yourself journey. continuing to do that? And, and yeah. So since I've like, um, I've been able to. So I I put that. <laughs> I was in high school. I was like a junior, maybe a sophomore. I put that idea into like this <laughs> this crazy philosophy that's not so not so different. It's very typical. Um, and I put that all into a business plan mm. while I was in high school. <laughs> my mom was like what is this like what are you doing like and I don't think she knew how to take it in at the time you know like she was like business plan I ain't never seen nobody write no business plan but I was so gung-ho I'm like this is what I'm gonna do (laughs) 
I just remember their faces, yo. My teachers were like, yo, this is... My teachers were impressed, yo. I, I, I have teachers that I'm still connected with today because they're like, yo, what is this dude trying to do? Um, and they've been, they've been like a really big help. Uh, but I put this business plan together and that launched me into like learning about business. So mm-hmm. I was researching, I was reading books. I was doing all these this crazy stuff. And now I kind of got a, a decent grasp on like, you know, really how to start a business, how to how to set it up in the proper way. I have like a, some tools about, you know, how we can actually turn art uh, into business and have it be productive. So like, I haven't worked a job since I was a teenager. I've just been amazing. been dancing. You know That's what amazing. I mean? And I, I I support my family with that. It's um, amazing. And it's a it's a blessing because like not like I feel like. When I go around, the common thing that's like said to me and reflected, like, oh, like you know, I work, but I want to, fi- I want to figure out how I can live off of dancing. Like, I want to figure out how I can live off my art. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started developing a way for people to kind of be able to do that. But in there, there's a whole bunch of stuff about, you know, like, I felt like be- because of the journey I was taking with like trying to tap into myself on an emotional level and, and like figure out what these things are and then and then tapping into myself on an energetic perspective and like on an energetic level and then trying to like figure out like what this energy was yo like I feel like that's what really created this like uh it created a like it, like a momentum for me to be able to do it you know because mm-hmm. like I have like a weird a very weird amount of faith <laughs> In dance, yeah, like in this journey, like I have okay. it's very strange because like sometimes I'm like this is really chancy, like this is <laughs> this is so edgy, yo. But then it's not at the same time. Like the more I keep learning, but then I'm like, like this could all be very very easy if I just like you know became like a computer engineer, or, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's also a jump, science. and the net will appear. You know, it's like yeah. you gotta take that leap of faith to do yo, it. Yo, it's so real, yo. Like, cause it's scary, but it's like just do it, and then like all of a sudden it happens, yo. And like the universe provides, you know. Yeah. Now I'm in this space. I have a studio of my own in my home. Um, it's beautiful. It's off the water in the harbor, and I get to throw yeah. my events there. Um, I'm throwing my my event that's coming up in September there and like everything just pulled together yo like I have these you know these mentors supporters and these community of people and I'm I'm really like pushing and you know I'm in the very narrowest like (laughs) pocket of the industry because like you know like I don't really focus on dance as an entertainment but more just like um, like preserving culture and pushing culture so Mm -hmm. like like, I only run, like, fundamental courses at my mm-hmm. school. And then, like, um, you know, I'm, I really focus on trying to create events that 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 help promote, you know, the the history of the, like, the people who, like, you know, started the, the movement, the dance movement in Boston. Um, so it's a very narrow pocket, you know. Like, I don't have a selling point that's, like, you know, if you come to this studio... You're gonna be on MTV in two yeah. years, or you're yeah. gonna win this award. It's like well, there's a lot of that around. Here. People yo, are trying to sell, you know, this dream. Yo, you know? 
I don't have no selling point. But for mm. some strange reason, mm. it's working out. <laughs> they, they see you and they see what it's giving you and what it's doing for you and the yeah. place it's put, putting you in and they want to understand it more. That's dope, yeah. man. No, you're being honest with it. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. So, so how is Boston right now? Like, is it, is it a good place to dance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's growing, uh, Boston is an interesting city. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we have a lot of really great colleges. So a, a lot of our dance scene is in motion, is what I call it. Like, it's just always cycling people. You know, like, they'll come here, they'll be here for four or five years, maybe two or three, maybe one. Mm. And they just, like, filter out. Like, Jane, like, she's she's in college, you know what I mean? So she's mm. here in Boston. She's from, from San Diego, New Mexico. Mm. Um, and, you know, we always hope for people to stay, but they, they come and they, and they move. So it's just, like, always, like, changing, which is, like, can be a a bad thing if you if you... I mean, if you look at it that way, but for me, it's interesting. Like, mm-hmm. it's like all this inspiration coming fresh in, energy fresh energy all the time. Energy all mm-hmm. the time. Um, and I'm working hard to, we're starting to, um, we're really starting to grow closer together because, uh, like, unfortunately, we had uh, some recent deaths, mm-hmm. you know, that we're all, like, working through. Um, one was a, uh, Domino, Domino Kid, uh, who's one of our OGs. Um, he's a legendary waver. Mm. His story is like untapped into, but if you if you talk to a lot of like really really great wavers, you know, like the the source always kind of leads back to Domino and Shallow. Okay. And, um, uh, he passed away in February, and then just a few weeks ago. Uh, Float, who was an OG from New York and, and Boston, like he's, you know, both, um, he recently passed away. Uh, and then, like, in, you know, it's unfortunate, it's hard, you know what I mean? Because, like, these people are very special. And it, it's so crazy that I've, I've been, like, working on ways to kind of, like, like bring them together. I, like, I, I felt like I wanted to bridge the gap between the older generation and the new people that are, like, filtering in and out. Um, and that was my mission, and, and then like, I've been making more progress than ever, and then, boom, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it, like, it's so crazy to have two, you know. Um, and then for me, four because um, I lost one of my brothers in Crump, uh, you know, who was who was shot last month. So like, it's it's been a crazy, crazy year. Um, mm-hmm. But Boston, it's it's just a special energy. It's like there's a lot of raw energy that. You can get a lot of inspiration from, like a lot of raw talent. Um, you know, we have some 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 really special people in our in our city that are amazing. coming out and doing a lot of amazing. I'm work. gonna come visit. Come, yo, please. bring the whole family. Over bring the whole family. <laughs> yo, we'll go to all the special places. We'll, you know, we have I have the best parks. Nice where I live right now. I've never seen so many beautiful parks nice. in my life. And it's like, most of them are like off the water. So it's just like- So there's a lot of public space? A lot of public space, That's yo. Nice. I I like, before I moved in, I live in East Boston. So before I moved there, I never really went there for anything mm. other than going to the airport. Okay. You know, I live like right next to the airport. So like, I never would go to East Boston. It's not like a place that I would think like, oh, let me go to East Boston. They don't really mm. have, they didn't have much for me to like, but I live here and I'm like, damn, like, 
what? Like, this place is, like, beautiful, you know? Yeah, a little crazy, but it's, like, <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, you know, the, the whole structure of it. It's, you know, they have the most authentic, you know, uh, the most authentic South, uh, South American food. Um, just, like, just all these different cultures brewing in, in one little pot mm. of a city. Uh, and you just you know, walk down the street, you know, it's getting the best, <laughs> the best Mexican or the best, like, you know, South American dish. And then, like, you walk two blocks down and get the best, like, authentic Italian dish. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I can walk to the park. Then, like, I can walk a trail and they have all these herbs that are planted along the trail. Amazing. And you can pick them if you want. You can, like, they're just there. Like, you know, you walk and it has, like, a, a mural that tells you which herbs, like, you can even eat or which ones are medicinal, like, medicinal, like, which ones are, it's, like, I'm like, yo, every time I walk, I take a walk, you know, I walk with my family, like, I'm amazed. I'm like, yo, this this little pocket of a That's place crazy. is, like, dope. And that sounds it, cool. You know, I just moved there this March, you know. Okay. So, um, what's what's next for you in the next year or so? In the next year, so yeah. I, you know, I just got this space and I'm trying to develop it. Um, uh, and I've just been working on um, just my business, um, the just you know trying to trying to build it up and structure it, you know, and create a a more effective si- a system that you know, is adjusting to the, the lifestyle that we're, we're living as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and just, just put, like, I just keep training, keep pushing, keep learning. It's just constant. Yeah, keep creating, keep collaborating, yeah, you know, keep meeting people. Like, How old is your, is a son or daughter? Son. Okay. How old is he? Two. Amazing. I have right. a two-year-old as well. Yeah. Two-year-old son wow. as well, so. That's amazing. Yo, yeah, aren't they special, man? It's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing to yeah. watch them learn and how much it reminds us of the infinite potential that we, even as adults, we have, but we don't, yeah. we don't engage in trying to continue that learning. You know, dancers do a lot, you know, artists yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of professionals do in, in, that, in that realm as well, but to watch how fast he's picking stuff up and like to watch how he's picking stuff up and see, you know, how it relates to how I learn as well. You know, it's like teaching me how to be a better student of life, you know? Yeah. Because I just see the way he picks shit up and I'm like, wow. Yo. He just soaked that in and and I'll say something one day and like four days later he'll bust it out and I'm just like, why? He recorded that four days ago in his brain and then it just like... Came out. And he just drops it crazy with the words the way they come out and it's like you've never heard him say this thing and then all of a sudden he just says it you know yo it's amazing i'm yeah. constantly impressed i'm just like what <laughs> every day is like i'm, I'm like yo what supercomputers this guy yeah. is crazy yo like he's just talking crazy yo and like like he just know i guess like weird it's like like I don't yeah how does so, the understanding it blows my yeah. mind to know that like 
like I you know I don't I don't I didn't really know what to expect expect you know I've done a lot of research and like you know I, you know you, as a parent you just trying to learn as much as much as you can but like mm. I I really it's still amazing to me that these these kids are just like grow, like he just I knows things I'm just like what mm -hmm. like you know he's having full com full blown conversations and I'm just like. This is blowing my mind. Like, how it is you, mind blowing. How did you learn? Like, you like seeing the brain work in real time. Like mm -hmm. the brain develop, you know. <laughs> like in real time, you know. Like obviously, you're dancing around him all the time. Oh, he dances, man. Like he loves, like the the we tapped in with him for the music first because throughout the whole pregnancy, like you know, we listened to a lot of music. Yeah, we would like just play music you know we would go to sleep and then like classical like we did like the whole shebang um so like he really like like he he wouldn't even sleep uh he wouldn't even go to sleep this is stressing her out <laughs> until i got home and like sung to him and i would have to make up these songs so i started recording the um, on my phone so i have all these little songs you know like for him that <laughs> that would just work you know so like when he would be home he would be like trying to go to sleep and be a little fussy, yo. Like, I'll grab him and then, like, make up this song, yo. And then I'm like, this actually sounds like a nice little song, yo. Like, it's a great way to practice. I'm going to record a mixtape with this joint. Like, <laughs> People sell themselves short so much of yo. how much art they can do around the kids. Like, yo. I mean, I hear it all the time. You know, I used to do this. I used to go out and dance. I used to make music or whatever. And then I had kids and it's like... That's crazy talk. That's I mean, so crazy that's, talk. Yo. That's when you want to do even more. Because he's of like, them, you know, he's my road dog, yo. Like I teach a bunch of private lessons. I go out far, and one of my students is kid Yasha, um, and he tells me every day. He's like, he told me yesterday or the, the couple of days ago. He's like, oh, I'm going to teach. I'm like, you're going to teach what? You're going to teach who? I'm going to teach Yasha. I'm like, where? What are you going to teach him? <laughs> He's like, all right, daddy, peace out. I'm going to teach you. <laughs> my kid, too. Like, oh I got to pack up my daughter the other day. She's like, I got to pack up for my gig. I'm going to go DJ. Yo, isn't it crazy? <laughs> like, yo. I love it. I have, like, an office chair set up, yo. And then, like, I sit, I'm working from home all the time. So, like, you know, I left. And then she sent me a picture of him sitting in the chair, yo. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> The already trying to become this. the man of the house. So I'm like, I've only been gone for a day, fam. Relax yourself. Like, it hasn't even been a day yet. Like, That's amazing. Stop trying to take over. <laughs> and like, how do you feel? You know, uh, something I think about a lot is like, I've noticed a lot of my friends that are artists, they weren't pushed into the art at all. Like, it was just around them and somehow they gravitated to it. Did you ever think about that? Like, not, not trying to push too hard with your kids? Oh, like, yeah. I, that's something I internalized. Off the off the rip, people are like, "Oh, so he's gonna be a dancer?" I'm like, "I don't know what he's yeah. gonna be." Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Like, I'm I'm it. completely open. I understand it so well because my family was like a football. Like, we were sports. Mm. Like, you know, on side of the music, it was like my mom was the craziest football mom. Wow. In the world, mm. I think I got the craziest football mom in the world. Like, mm. no mom had like as like my family like she would show up to our games with custom sweatsuits what? with our names on it <laughs> yo my mom is crazy so like uh like i like i in my mind as a kid you know uh 
I thought I was gonna be in the NFL mm-hmm. only because uh, the, my brother, who's closest in age to me, like we were the ones that were around each other the most, and he was phenomenal. Like this is the same brother that was dancing, the same mm-hmm. brother that played the drum. This dude is just like he was my hero. Like as a you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. as a young like this dude was just like on deck, like with talent. Like his talent was just like effortless, yo. Like mm-hmm. and when well, I want to say effortless, because he would like use me as a dummy for everything. This is why I was getting into things like, like he would. We would be young, like kids. Like I'm probably only like nine, and this dude's probably only like twelve, and this dude would be taking me to the field with cones, mm. and we'd be doing agility drills. Mm. Mm. Like, what are we doing? Like this was dude was like, really? training. As a kid, I, like that blows my mind. It sounds <laughs> like, like you got a lot of that organizing and kind of strategizing from your mom, though, because I mean she was making, you know, sweatsuits. She had other other things that were important yo, at the time, and she prioritized that. Yeah, 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 yeah. To, she's know? like my. I, what I learned from my my parents is like, yo, make it, find it, figure it out, make it happen, because. It it blows my mind how we managed to live with what we had. So like, you know, we man we managed to maintain this household. And like when I start like, cause I was always digging and asking questions. I was like doing my research about like what we actually had. I'm like, how do we do that? Like, how do we? How mm. could we even? Like, you know, make like how do we? How did like I'm like how do you? You know what I mean? Like me having a family now, I'm like. How do they even do this, yo? Like, this is ridiculous. So, like, the ability to just, like, look at something and be like, all right, let's make it happen. Like, let's just, we got to figure out a way. You know, you make you make do. So, like, I, I got, I definitely, she was, like, on point with that, you know. And she was, like, they're very, like, straightforward. Uh, and they're very, like, like hardcore. Like, mm-hmm. what they believe, like, so I got that from them as well like being like yo like this is it like I was just making decisions like yo we're doing it you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you know they, I, I, my parents were like fearless yo like I you know I was gonna say like I was I remember this one game yo as a kid we're playing and like I feel like we were in like playing somewhere um, but <laughs> the ref had made like a bad call that she thought was a bad call and she this was like towards the end of the game yo and like she like they're loud like our, our, our football parents for pop water were loud yo so like she hops the, she comes down the bleachers hops the gate <laughs> chases the ref the ref is running Holy and shit. laughing like yo what's good with this lady like <laughs> she's crazy <laughs> so like they had a, a hard time adjusting to the fact that I was dancing mm. and I remember that struggle like I remember that like you know when I was like because I mean it just worked out perfectly at the time it didn't feel perfect because I was dealing with a lot of you know stuff with the the school that we were at you know unfortunately a lot of racism a lot of you know towny type you know, it's a lot of vibe. They gave me a lot of trouble. They gave my brother a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble, and I don't even know why. He was so amazing at the sport. Um, but right as that was happening, and they were giving me so much trouble, 
I was making the most progress like I got into a program that summer that taught me all these different styles of dance. I got connected with these teachers that were taking me around and taking me to their classes. And this is like like uh, choreography classes. So I was just like soaking in so much. And they brought me to a studio that they were teaching at. And this lady named Melissa uh, Kelly Clark, she, um, she was like, I love your passion. I really see something in you. She's like, I know you want to dance. I feel it coming from you. And I want to be able to provide that for you. So she taught me ballet, tap, jazz, lyrical, modern for free. Amazing. For a year. So Amazing. this is that last, that senior year. I'm going back in in this football season. And I'm having so much trouble with these people. And I'm leaving football practice. And I'm going to dance for like another five hours. Wow. Like... Like, you know what I mean? All I had to do was get there. It was far away. You know, it was a struggle. <laughs> All I had to do was show up. And I was dancing. Like, and my parents were like, first of all, why are we, like, <laughs> why are we taking you all the way over here? This is a struggle, right? Um, and they were like, you know, they were figuring out why I was just like kind of not fighting as much f for football. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They were like, why are you, you know, it, it was like craziness, you know. And then when I told them, like, I had this business plan, I told them, like, I don't even want to go to college. I want to start a business. They were like, hell no. You go to college. <laughs> so I was, I applied for like all these different colleges for the arts. And they were like, you sure you don't want to play football? <laughs> like, I don't play football, yo. I don't want to go through this again, yo. Like, I don't want to have my whole career and my life in the hands of a coach who can say, I'm not going to play you for whatever reason that I come up with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I hated that. Like, this, the like... The structure and having the structure and I'm like, yo, this Illegitimate like, authority. Yo, it was so... Like, I was like... No. Like, you're not about to... You know what I mean? Like, like I love this game, you know. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. You know what I mean? To these kids, you know. I've seen kids, you know. I see my brother, who, I mean, if you watch his tapes, like you would think you're watching like an ESPN highlight. Like, and this is from Pop Warner High School. Like, he's just, he just has it, yo. He's just good. You know what I mean? Um, and he played alongside with my cousin, who actually went to the NFL. But he, my cousin, went to like a. Um, I don't know if you call it like a charter school, um, but a, a, an academy. So like he took a different route. His grades were on point and he like, you know, he took a different route. Um, but he was in an environment that that fostered his success mm. as opposed to like the, the school and the environment we were at was more like, like waiting. We were like on eggshells, mm. you know, walking on eggshells. Like we couldn't be ourselves. We couldn't be in our own skin because... Mm. Uh, that's not what they like. And if they didn't like it, it was like, you know, we don't care how talented you are. It's like, whatever. So mm -hmm. I, I dealt with that whole transition and it was hard, harder for them than it was for me because I was like, I want to dance. And I ended up going to college. Um, you know, she was, she, she was just like, you know, you got to go. 
Like, please, it's just this one thing. Yeah. It's the last thing I ask for you that I won't ask you anything else. I'm like, you sure? Are you, are you happy you went? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no? <sighs> really? Yeah, in a, in a, in a grander sense, yeah. like, yeah, you know, I learned a lot of lessons yeah. from the amount of, like, pushback that was happening, but, like, what what I know now, I'm like, I probably shouldn't have went. <laughs> but I guess it kind of, in a way, it, it balances out because you know what I'm what I'm developing now is geared towards this culture in America, uh, kind of combating this culture in America where like it's like go to college and it's like no 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 like understand yourself and what you want to do first. Mm. Then make a decision about going to these very overly priced mm. systems of education. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like understand yourself a little more first. Mm. Then you can make a more calculated decision yeah. about signing a paper that you know is going to be hung over you and say like, you owe us. Yeah, this is my like the culture in America. I don't know how it is in Canada, but the culture in it's America, not as expensive as in the states. Oh my it's god, it's still expensive, but there no. is crazy. It's like it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like when people are talking about college, like I'm like, you know, unless you're you know medical, you know legal, which is like required, and like a couple other things that are more so required. Mm. Unless you have a very direct yeah. plan, yeah, like. When you go into a bank mm. to get a business loan, you have to have a business plan. Mm. You have to have projections. Like yeah. you have to have all this stuff. But when you go to college, all you have to do is sign a paper. And I'm 18. Yeah. You know, so like it's a big decision. It's yeah. like yo, it's a really, it's a way bigger decision than mm. just like go to college. Mm. It's like that whole idea of like yo, go to college and get your education so you can have a better life yeah. it's kind of falling apart yeah. because we're starting to see that all these kids are going to college mm -hmm. and it's not exactly lining up yeah. you know like I have an aunt who has like so much education mm -hmm. so many degrees and I, for a point in time for a year to span she couldn't work a job in her field because she was overqualified yeah. That happens here too. In fact, one of the things that uh, is lacking the most here is people to do the manual trades like carpenters, plumbers, electricians. There's nobody that wants to do this work. So those fields, they're making tons of money. And it's like a one year, two year college degree. You get in as an apprentice and then you can learn this skill that you can do for the rest of your life. You'll be, you'll be set for life, you know, whereas there's tons of uh, lawyers graduating, business people, computer people, and some of those people are having a harder time finding a job, right? So Common sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it, what lessons have you drawn? Uh, we only have about uh, five, ten minutes. Then we're going to go over and uh, to a session that we have running this afternoon at wait, the wait, NAC. Wait. And uh, our friend Kosi is going to be teaching. And we've got a DJ from town here, Mellow T, is going to be playing. Um, uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun dancing. But we only have about five minutes left. So I just wanted to wrap up with some, some kind of some closing stuff. So it sounds like dance has taught you a lot, you know? Yo, everything. Yeah. It's really shaped you. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, dance, I always say, the biggest, biggest teacher. Yeah. It's the biggest channel for me to tap into my own curiosity, like my, my own 
like I that's how I started to think about self and purpose and all that stuff is because I wanted to figure out like what I wanted to do with this dance with this energy um, the people that I met through dance were all very special people you know that all guided me in different paths and different walks of perspectives and stuff like that so like uh, it's all good definitely definitely the best best teacher for me and what would you say to a young person who's starting out in dance somebody who's saying they're mid-teens and they're interested in dance what would you say to them just do it just do it like and somebody who doesn't know how to get into it let's say for example that yo you it's 2018. <laughs> There's that whole know-how to get into it is like kind of like an excuse at this point. Like you got everything you need. I only had a small room and you know, I got yelled at for stomping and making a whole lot You're of crumping. noise. <laughs> crumping in the room. It was like, yo, we had to start crumping. Before Light Feet was like a, a style. Crumping the basement. We used to be like, Light Feet crump. Like, yo, when you come through, yo, Light Feet, yo, Light Feet, yo. We used to like, have to like, like control our stomps, yo. Like, you know what I mean? And then like, every time I was out with friends, like regular people, I was dancing in the car mirror. They Everybody hated it. But you couldn't, like, if you want to do it, like, like, just do it. Like, I did every chance I got. I was like, you know, I'm, it's in class. Like, period's about to end. We're all talking. Like, like I'm going to get this bucket. Like, you know what I mean? Like, under my table, my feet were always, like, working on some footwork. Like, yo, I'm about to get this. You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, walking. Like, on the bus, I would see some, yo. I would see wherever. I was at the train stations. I was taking the bus in and out a lot train stations was getting off in the train station yo i remember mm -hmm. this one guy came up to me and was like yo what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and i was like i'm dancing and it was, he was like yeah right <laughs> it was like a beginning time so i was probably really whack i probably looked really crazy i was crumping but i didn't give a fuck i was just like yo i'm buck like this is <laughs> i feel this buck right now <laughs> so like just do it yo like don't yeah. you know everything's gonna come Everything is going to come. Just do it. Go. If you see an event, go. If you see people dancing, talk to them. If you, like, That's beautiful. If you do it, everything just just comes together, yo. Uh, at least from my experience. Mine too, man. Yeah. You got to just go and do it. Just you got to follow it. Yo. Follow your inspiration. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then, yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's I'm like, really sorry to have to cut this short because I, I, I feel like you and I could talk for a really long <laughs> yo, time. Yo, we can talk forever, <laughs> yo. You guys and we will. We'll do another one. Uh, but I'm just really glad that uh, you ended up making the time to do this. I know it was a really rough morning and stuff and we squeezed it in, but I'm really yeah, glad we did, man. I was trying to Thank wake you. up. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Dan. Hell yeah. Let's thank you for being here, bro. Yo, thank, thank you, you for so having much. me, man. I it's, appreciate it's beautiful. you. Yo. Hell yeah. Thank you. Peace. Shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Ha. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's go and do this thing.